0: This is the Dafyomi Masechte Review, Masechte Gitin Tape number 2. For subscription information, call us toll-free at 1-888-DAFYOMI or write Dafyomi Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of Rav Shlomo David ben Rav Yaakov Tzuvio Halevi Heber Zichroni A Magid Shia is Rabbi Yossi Heber Gitindaf Chof Dalad, the beginning of Peregimel, Kol HaGet, the Mishnah. Any get which wasn't written Lishma for these two specific people that are involved, that get is puzzle. For example, if a man had two wives named Rachel, one was older and one was younger, if he wrote a get for the older Rachel, he cannot use it now to be Megarish, the younger Rachel. And the Gemara says, For these cases of get Lishma, we say Ein Brera, that if you're not sure who you're writing it for, you can't determine it at a later date, who it's written for. But rather, it must be written from the beginning, Lishma. If there are two Yosef ben Shimmons in the same city, each could write a shtarcheiv and come to claim money from the Leva, as we see in Babakama, Kama, lafkuf ayin beis. And the leiva cannot say, I don't owe you money, but rather I owe the other Yosef ben Shimon money. If a woman becomes a grusha, she is also to marry a kain even if it's just a partial get, to a get that hasn't been completed, and it kind of appears to be a get, it's called a re'ah ha'get, even at that point she is also a kahuna. In the cases of our Mishnah, which aren't really gitten, but since they have a re'ah ha'get, they passel the Isha from kahuna. But Rabbi Hanen says, the cases in the Mishnah do not have a re'ah ha'get, therefore the Isha would be mutter li'kahuna. kahuna. Chofey. The Gemara has a discussion in regard to the halachic principle of Brera. If someone does an act, for example, separating truma, or performing kedushin, and specifies that the effect of his act should be dependent on a subsequent event. The principle of brera says that the subsequent event will have an effect on the act retroactively. There's a machlekes amongst the Tanayim, whether in fact there is such a halakhic principle of yesh brera, or do we say that subsequent event cannot retroactively affect the act, i.e. ein brera. Brera works because we say huvar hadavar that now later on it now becomes clear to us, sort of like. Monday morning quarterback, what should have happened before, and therefore the particular thing takes effect even from before. An example brought down in our Gemara is if one person says, the two lugin, which I separate later, should become truma. The view of Yesh holds that the truma immediately takes effect on the two lugin, which have not yet been defined. This view holds that when he eventually separates the two lugin, we say in retrospect, huvara masre mefreya, that those were the two lugin that were originally intended. Therefore, the hafroshe's truma, the separation of truma, takes immediate effect, and the rest of the wine is immediately rendered chulin and permissible to drink, even before he actually separates and identifies the Tulugan that he wants to be truma. The opinion of Ein Brera holds that the subsequent separation cannot retroactively render the rest of the wine chulen, and therefore it is usher to drink the wine right now because we don't know which two are actually going to be the truma. Taisus and Arivind Daplamid Zion cites two opinions. Which fundamentally disagree with regard to understanding the view of Ain Brera. One opinion maintains that, according to the view of Ain Brera, his entire declaration does not take effect, inasmuch as it is based on something undefined. His subsequent separation of a tulugin and the wine therefore remain in its original tevil state. A second opinion maintains that even if we say Ain Brera, nevertheless the declaration of Truma does take effect. However, there is no principle of Brera, the subsequent choice of a tulugan cannot halachically clarify that those are the actual tulugin of truma. Therefore, the view of Ainbreira holds that the truma remains permanently undefined. Therefore, the entire barrel is considered safik truma, since each and every lug in the barrel is possibly the actual truma. There are several halachic ramifications of this dispute. An obvious one is whether a kayan can drink from the wine. According to the first opinion, the wine is tevil. Therefore, even a kayan is forbidden to drink it. Whereas, according to the second opinion, the wine is safik truma, and therefore a kayan who is allowed to drink truma may drink the wine. Another halakhic ramification is whether it is at all possible to subsequently render, render the wine permissible to an non later on. According to the first opinion, nothing at all took effect. Therefore, if the owner now separates truma, now, the wine becomes mutter. Whereas according to the second opinion, all the wine is a suffix truma, and therefore nothing can be done to render the wine permissible to an non If a man had two wives with the same name, and he said to the sefer, write the get for whichever one walks out of the door first, well, this would fall into the same machlaikas that we said before. If we say yesh brera, it could be done. But if he says ein brera, there's no hover adavr mafreya. therefore you're not allowed to do this. If a man said to his two sons, Whoever comes up to Yerushalayim first will be zeicha to participate in my carbon Pesach. He did this not really to be, to give one of them the ability to participate, rather to be mizaras them, both of them to come quickly with their families. This is also a machlaikas if we say yesh brera or ein brera. But as soon as the first brother comes in, he could also be Mezaka for the second brother as well. Halakeach ya'in ha'kusim. This is the famous case of Yeshur Ein Brera. If someone was buying wine from kusim, a hundred lugin of wine, and he must take off truma, but he has no keli to take truma off with, he can say two lugin, which I'll later specify, should be chal, which are now in the barrel. In other words, later on, I will say ho'vradavim lafreya, but the two, which I identify later, those will be the two which right now take effect those specifically will be the truma, i.e., we say, yesh brera. So if he does this, he can be mafresh truma, he can be mafresh maise. This is the sheeta of remer, that he can drink now, because we say, yesh brera. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon say, he cannot do this, because they hold ein brera. And this is a case of toyle Badas atzme, since he decides which to lugen to make into truma later on, which subsequently will fall back to right now. However, if this would be Taila Badas acherim. for example, somebody getting sick, that we may be able to say yesh brera, according to Rabbi Yehuda. If a man says, I am being bail you, on the condition that my father is maskim to this marriage, the Tanakama holds, even if the father isn't maskim, the t'nai is batal, and the kedushin is chal, since we say, ein adam isa bilasai bilas znus. Rabbi Shimon says, if the father wants, the kedushin is good, since we say yesh brera. If he doesn't want, the kedushin isn't chal, since the t'nai was chal. Davchovvav, the Mishnah. A cipher who was writing Form getten. He was writing the typhusin, not the tyrophin. In other words, the typhus is the main part of the get, which is the body of the get. The tyroph is a specific whose, what's, where's, and when's the actual get was written. But if the cipher was writing Form Gittin, so he should be prepared when somebody comes about a specific divorce that he can just fill in the names of the people and the dates and so on. Even if he knows about a specific imminent get, he must leave blank the name of the man, the woman, and the date. The same blanks must be left for a shtar halva, even though Shtari mamon don't need lishma. But you still have to leave it blank anyway. This is a gzera to keep him from doing this on a get also. Rabbi Yehuda passes all of these stars, even form getin with names left blank. So you have to start every get right from scratch. There's no such thing as writing form getin; those are not kasha. Rabbi Elazar says all of these are kasha except gite nashim, since it says the and that tells us it has to be lishma. Gemara. Rameir says Eide Hasima Karsi, but our Mishnah is like Rabbi Lazar, who holds Eide misira Karsi. That's why the typhus, the basic text of the get, can be written even Shaladishma. The reason there was a takana to allow Seifrim to write types in Shaladishma is to allow the Seifrim to be more productive during their free time, i.e., they're able to write a bunch of form git in advance, sort of an assembly line style. Or the reason they allowed this was because if a husband has to run out of town quickly and he wants a get, a cipher may not have enough time to write a full get. And the woman could be left as an aguna for the rest of her life if the husband runs out of town and never gives her a get. Therefore the Rabbanan allowed the safram to write these form get. If a man says, Write a get for my arusa, so when I have Nusuan I can divorce her, this get is no good, since it's a get Yoshan. This is what Ula holds. This Xera was made, so people shouldn't say the get was given to her, and then she conceived a child with him biznus. Gita Kaidem Livna, as the Kaldi Gemara says. This is also, in general, why we need a date on a get, so there shouldn't be anybody talking about things that may or may not have happened. Lagabi, And finally, the halacha in our Mishnah is like Rebbe Lozar, who says Seifrim cannot write even because we're afraid they may come to write the Tarif Shaloi Lishma, the Mishnah. If Shliach bought, Shliach brought a get, but lost it, if he found it immediately, it's kosher, but if he didn't find it immediately, it's pasul, since so it may be a different get than the one he brought if he found them in a keli, in a hafisa, or in a it's kosher, since he put them there as a simon, the gemara. Anything that has a written confirmation of Bezdin, we assume it was given to its intended destination person, so if it's found, you can give it to that particular person. The only time we say that if he doesn't find the get immediately, it becomes possible, is if it's a makam shahashiyarais Mitsuyas, a place where a lot of caravans come, I, i.e. it's possible that the get he found is one that was dropped outside of one of those caravans, and those people were sitting on the caravan, and the get fell out of it. That's why we're so concerned that it might be a different get. Now, Shein-Kain, if it's a place that caravans don't come through very often, we can be more mekel, because the odds are, if they found the get, it's probably the get that was actually written. If there was a Simen movhak, a clear-cut simen on the star, like a hole in a very specific place, we can also be more mekel, since the odds are that the star he found with this clear simon was the one that he actually lost. If a person has tfias ayin, that he can clearly recognize Hishtar. If he's a Talmud Chacham, we can believe him if he says that it is Hishtar. When the Mishnah says he must find the Lashtar immediately, what does that mean? Reb Nossin says that it was out of his hand long enough that a caravan could stop there and camp out. That's considered long enough that the get could potentially become puzzle. Reb Ben-Elozer says, as long as someone saw that no one else came, then we're not necessarily concerned. But if it was possible that someone else came to the area, then this is not considered la'alter, it's not considered immediately, and we have to be machmer. Rabbi says, it's a shirah of how long it takes to write a get. Rabbi Yitzchok says, the time it takes to read a get. And the halacha is like Rav Shimon Ben-Alozer. Tav background. A person has a chazaka that he is alive unless we know he's dead. And the Mishnah says, if a shliach brings a get, and the original husband was sick or old, he can give the get based on the chazaka that the husband is still alive. And we're not chayshish for the fact that maybe he died, Therefore, once he died, you're not allowed to give the get, because ain get, l'acher misa. If Abbas Yisrael is married to a Kayin, when her husband travels, she can still continue to eat Shuma, since there's a hazaka, that he's still alive. And we don't have to be chayshers that maybe he died. The Gemara. Rava says, this Kula for an old man is only if he didn't reach Gvurais. In other words, he didn't reach 80 years old. But if he's over 80 years old, or he's a geisis he's very sick, then he isn't becheskas Chai, and the Shliach cannot give the get so easily. But if he lives past age 90, we reapply the cheskas chai since he's strong enough to be likely to remain alive for a long period of time. Therefore, we can assume that he's still alive if it was given. The Mishnah. Rabbi Lazar ben Prata says three things, and the Chachamim confirmed his words. Number one, if a city is surrounded or a boat is being tossed in the sea or a person who is being taken to judgment, these are all people who are b'cheskas chayamin. These are people who have a chazak of being alive. But if the city was conquered, or the boat was lost, or the person was taken to die, we apply the chumras of someone who was dead. For example, Abbas Yisrael is married to a Kayin, cannot continue to eat truma, the Gemara. This halacha that we can assume he's alive, if he's being taken to judgment, that's only by a Jewish court, since a schus could later save him. But if he was judged to have death, to be put to death in a court of ga'im, we assume he'll be killed, since they won't change their mind once they proclaim that he should die. If a guy says, Eidus, which is, Messiach lefitumai, it was something that we didn't ask him for aidis, but rather he said a particular thing that was sort of off the cuff and in passing, so he didn't realize that we were judging his words in order to be used as testimony, then we can believe him. But that's only if it's not something that he do, he's directly involved in. But if he has a particular interest in the aidis, i.e. his opinion may be biased, then we can't believe him, even Messiah Lefitumai. Tav Sometimes, even a goyesh accord, you need to be chayshish, that a gemar din was reversed, because maybe they were bribed. If you heard from a Jewish court that a man was dead, you can believe them. But if you heard it from a Goyesh court, you can't believe them since maybe they took a bribe. The Mishnah. If someone became a shliach to bring a get in Eretz Yisrael, so we don't need to say the funny nechta, but he became sick, he can then appoint a second shliach to finish the delivery job. But if he was made a shliach to bring a get and to bring a particular piece of as the shliach said, do me a favor, bring this get to this woman and bring this particular item to this woman, then you can't make a second shliach since the Mishaleach normally doesn't want a Pekodin going into someone else's hands. And the Gemara says, if Rubain said to Shimon, bring this get to my wife, Shimon can make Levi a Shliach also, as the second Shliach. But if he said, you should bring this get to my wife, then he can't do that. Shimon Megamlil says, in both cases, he must do it by himself, and in either case, can he actually appoint a second Shliach. Rebbe learned that a Shail, a person who borrows something, or a renter who rents something, has no reshus to give that item to someone else for them to use, because he only borrowed it because the owner wanted to trust him with it, but to give it to somebody else, that he's not allowed to do. The Mishnah. If a shliach brought a get from Adina's Hayam, where b'fanei b'fane nechtam, is required, and he became sick, if he wants to appoint a replacement shliach to continue the shlichus, it must be done in front of a bezdin. In bezdin, he says b'fanei nechtam, b'fane nechtam, and when shliach number two delivers the get, he just says, I'm a shliach of bezdin. The Gemara. What if they want a third shliach, a shliach l'shliach, to do the shlichas? Then a Bezdin must appoint this also. But in Eretz Yisrael, Rabba says, it can be done even without a Bezdin. Bezdin is allowed to appoint a second shliach to deliver a get either in the presence of the original shliach or not in the presence of the original shliach. And finally, the Gemara says, if a person makes a t'nai, that a get should be chal, on a condition that a certain event happens, and the event does happen, but it only happens due to an inus, it's a machleikus if the get is chal. Do we say yesh aynis begitten or not? The Mishnah. If someone lends money to a Kayin, Levi, or an Ani, as an advance against his future Matana to them, i.e. to a Kayin truma, to a Levi, Meiser, or to an Ani, Meiser, Ani, he can be mafresh on their behalf of the Kayin, Levi, or Ani, on the assumption that they're still alive. Hamid davar al-cheskaseh. And he doesn't have to be chayshish that they died in the interim. If a Kayin died, he needs Rishus from the Yarshim to continue doing this. The Gemara. Rav says, he is mafresh the matana here because he has a certain favorite kain or a levi that he always gives his truma or miser to. To this favorite kain or levi. So the other kohanim then give up hope of ever receiving truma from this particular Balabais. According to Shmuel, he makes an actual Kinyan zachiyah to this kain via a third person. Zachin adam shalei The Gemara says, a person can make a deal to eventually receive produce at the kishar hazayl, the cheaper produce price. But he must make this deal at the beginning of the deal. The reason we're not chayshish for ribbis, i.e. that he might be receiving produce worth more than the real value of the produce, we're not chayshish for this since he has an equal chance that the value will go down, just in the same way that it goes up and he might make a little bit of money, the same way that it might go down and he might lose a little bit of money. It's like something when you're dealing with currency exchange. Let's say a person prepays a hotel room in the United States, a hotel room in London, and the prepay price is 200 U.S. dollars for two months from now. So the pound sterling may go up, which would work in a person's favor because he's set it at 200 U.S. dollars. But it could also go down, which would work against you. So it might be you may pay more, but it might be you may pay less if you prepay. Same concept applies here when we're dealing with produce. The odds of becoming rich are much lower than the odds of dying. Therefore, we're not chayshish that an ani will become an usher. So if someone tells you that your friend died, you can believe him. But if someone tells you that your friend became rich, you do not necessarily, or you shouldn't necessarily believe him because the odds are that he did not become rich. And finally, if a Yisrael said to a levy, your miser is in my hands, we're not chayshish for trumas meiser. That's not Just like truma G'dayla can be taken off unscientifically, as this is referred to niteles ba'aimid, or just through machshava without actually choosing the specific Paris, So too, trumas meiser can be taken off unscientifically and just through machshava. The mishnah: If someone sets aside Paris in order to eventually use them for trumas and meiser, he can be mafresh from these Paris even when he's not in front of them and assume that they're still intact. ha may davar al chaskase, And not that anything happened to them. If he later on found that they were lost, he must be concerned for 24 hours. This is what Rebbe says. And he may have to re-mafrish, Rabbi Yehuda says. A person must check barreled wine three times per year to be sure that it didn't change to vinegar. Because if it did, he wouldn't be able to use it for trumas and meisers. The three checkpoints are after sukkahs, when the easterly wind blows motsoya chag, as it's referred to. At the time of the haitzas smother. And at the time of Knisis Mayim Babaiser. And the Gemara asks, What's the pshat that we're being chashish for Mayae for the 24 hours? Before we mentioned that if he found that they were lost, he must be concerned for 24 hours. What does that mean? Rabbi Yechanan says, Go back 24 hours from now. Rabbi says, 24 hours from the beginning, which is more of a machmedika Shita. Gemara says if a mikveh was measured and it was found to be chaser didn't have the 40 saw that it's supposed to, we say that all people who were title in it are proclaimed tommy retroactively, even beyond the previous May slice, the previous 24 hours. There are three times of the year that people sell grains. Number one, before the time of planting. Number two, at the end of the time of planting. and Number three, 15 days before Pesach, which is in order to make matzus. And three times a the year they sell wine, 15 days before Pesach, 15 days before Shavuos, and 15 before Sukkos. is if two Shutfin own these paris and one wants to sell without the rishus of the other. So if it's not within one of these periods of time, then one can't do it without the rishus of the other. But if it's within 15 days of Pesach, 15 days of Sukkot, and so on, then it's okay to sell even without the rishus of the other, since these are popular sale periods. In Maftur Yoyne and Sefer Yoyne, what does the east wind of Charishus mean? What is it referring to? Our answer is it makes furrows in the sea, like charish, like plowing. There are four winds that blow every day, and the northerly wind blows with all of them to moderate the temperature. Without this northerly wind, the world could not exist, even for a shah achas. Also, the southern wind is the strongest. And if not for the malach nates who controls it, it would destroy the entire world. Finally, an easterly wind could damage a woman who was pregnant and cause her to lose her child. This marks the end of this peric. Now let's begin peric dalad, ha from Daflamid Base, the Mishnah. If a person sends a get to his wife via Ashlech, which is okay, We know the klaus. So, just like a person could deliver a get by himself, he could send a shliach to deliver the get. If he met the shliach when he was en route to make the delivery, and he said to the shliach, I want to cancel your shliachas, the get becomes batel, and the woman is not divorced since he was mavatel the get. But once the get reached her hands, and then the husband at that point wanted to be mavatel the get, it's too late since she already received the get and she's already divorced. And the Gemara says the Mishnah enumerates seemingly duplicate cases to tell us about cases where a man plays games with the chalisa of a get just to be mitzayir his wife. If the husband uses the words butel or I don't want to get, we say the varav kayamin because he meant exactly what he said. But if he says posel or enoy we don't accept his words since they aren't signs that he wants to be mevatelit mikan ulahaba, which is what's needed because this get in of itself is a kosher document that was done k'dasu kadin, as a get. So Freya he can't passel it, he can only do it so he needs to use words that indicate he means that he wants to passel it Abaya says the halacha is that a shliach matana is equivalent to a shliach legat, that the sender has the right to be mevatel the shliachs and the shliach has no reshus to give the matana and this clause is relevant to the fact that hoylech lav kischi. As background we know that shluchai shol adam kemeise and if Reuven wants to be kind of something for Shimon, for his own good, he can be zeichet even without Shimon's knowledge, due to the klal of zachin adam sholeh b'fanev. But that kinyin is only good if you were zeichet in it. However, if you just told someone, take it to Shimon, it's not a full Zahia, since he said hoylech. Therefore, hoylech is lav kischi, And therefore, as long as you just told somebody to go with it, and you weren't actually mezake it, therefore it's not good. Because we say hoylech lav The says, once a person is mevatil get, can he retract his bittel and say, it still is good? or not. According to Rabbi Yechanan, he can. Since when you're mavatel the get, you're only mavatel the shlichas, but the get remains intact. According to Rabbi Sheshis, he cannot. Since once you're mavatel the whole get, you can't use it anymore. And the halacha is like Rab Nachman. How many people are needed in order to be mevatel the get? Rabbi Nachman says it has to be done in front of two, since two can be called a bezden, as we learned by a prusbal. And Rabbi Sheshis says in front of three, since a bezden is equal to three people. Just to give you a little bit of background, what a prusbal is, a prusbal is a is a case where we know that normally Shemitah causes all chavis not to be khal, It's mavatalal al chavis. And Hillel was mesakin, the halacha of Pruzbo, so that people would still lend money even before Shemitah. Because if you knew, for example, that in six months when Shemitah comes, if you lent somebody $1,000, that they would not be mechuyiv to give you back the $1,000 once Shemitah comes, you wouldn't lend the person money. Therefore, what was happening was, people were not lending money before Shemitah, and poor people were losing out Therefore, Hilazakin Azakin was, was, was Misakin, this halacha of Pruzbo, so people would still lend money during, or just before the Shemitah year. How does Pruzbo work? It works because the money is not really owed to the person who lent the money, but rather the person who lends the money writes in a star that all the chavis become owed to Beznan. Therefore, since Beznan is putter from the rule of Chavis during Shemitah, and anything that's owed to Beznan is still owed to Beznan, even during Shemitah, therefore, the money would still be owed even during the year of Shemitah at the Klal of Gimel, In the beginning, if a person wanted to be mevatel a get, he sent to his wife. He would just do it in front of a bezden. But Rabban Gamila Zakin was Mesakin that he must first tell the shliach, or his wife, that he is Mavatal the get, then he can do this halting through bezden. This gzera was made, mipnei tikun ha'olam, for the betterment of the world. According to Rabbi this was to prevent Mamzerum, i.e., she'll remarry without knowing the get was bottle, and then the children will be bamzerim, because she's an eishasish. That's why he has to first notify her that he's planning on doing this. According to Reish Lakish, it was to prevent women from becoming agunas. She'll be stuck, unable to remarry, because this person will have been mevatelet, she never will have been communicated to properly, and therefore the yet won't be chal, therefore she'll never be able to remarry. That's why mishum tikkun ha'aylam, Raben Hazakin was mesakin this gzerim. What if someone didn't listen to the takana of Raben Hazakin, and simply was mevatelet, in front of a Bezdin, but never communicated to the Shliach or to his wife. According to Rabbi, it's good, and the get is still canceled. According to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamlil, he can't, since ma Bezdin yafa, i.e., then what good is the takana of Rabbi Ben Hazakin? Bezdin made a takana, and here we're saying that the takana doesn't mean anything if a person was mabatlet. Hegbar then asks, how can the Rabbanim be aykera da i.e., according to the Taira, she's still considered an ashes ish, comes Rabbi Gamil Hazakin, and says the get stays intact and isn't batal, which would make her not an ashes ish, and we make along the of a Torah, which says she is an Ashesis? The Gemara answers, since we say, kol ha-mekadesh adayt the Rabbanam-mekadesh, all Kedushin are done in a way that the Rabbanim would want the Kedushin to be Chal. Once the Rabbanim didn't want it to be Chal, then it's not Chal. As we know, we say by Kedushin, hare at me li, Kedas What is Kadash Moshe That the Kedushin is Chal, but it's done Kadash Moshe v'Yisrael, that only according to Bezin. Bezin doesn't want it to be Chal at any point, then, then it's not Chal. In practice, what this basically means is that every Jewish marriage is initially conditioned upon rabbinical approval. Therefore, in this case of Bitl HaGet, the Rabbanim are empowered to allow the woman to remarry simply by revoking the rabbinic decree of the original kedushin, thereby nullifying the entire marriage. Consequently, she is now permitted to remarry even in Minat since she technically was never married in the first place. If a person said to ten people, write a get for my wife, according to Rabbi, he can be mevatel some of these ten and say I don't need some of them and this can be done not in front of all of them. He doesn't need all of them to, be, to do this. This wasn't included in the Takana of Raben Gamliel Hazake. According to Shemda Ben Gamliel all ten must be present to be mevatel some of them. This machoikis is based on the question of edus she Bitla bitle mitzase kula. According to Ben Gamliel partial bital messes up the others. What if he said all of you kulchem should be there when I write to get? That's a machoikis who are Kitanim who need to divide a Yerusha from their father. So Bezdun appoints an apitropas, a guardian, and when they grow up they can protest about the portion if they're not happy with it. Rub Nachman says, they cannot protest, because if they could, Makayach Bezdin Yafa, what good is the power of Bezdin? Bezdin was the one that put them in there to do it, so why should they be able to protest? However, the claw of Makayach Bezdin Yafa only applies to Hilchas Mamanis, not necessarily by Isurim, i.e. by get. If someone is Megala Das. Reveals his feelings about bitl get, but doesn't say so explicitly. Is it a Bital or not? According to Abaya, it's not a valid cancellation, so the get is still good. Rava says, it is also a good bitl, so the get is butl. Abaya's raya is if a man said to some people, if I do not come back within 30 days, let this get bechal." He came back on day 30, and there was no ferry to take him across the river to get to the city. So he screamed, chazud asay, chazud asay, look, I came back, look, I came back i.e., I don't want to get to Bichal. So Abayah says this is not considered that he came back since he never actually crossed the river. So the get is good. This proves that Das is not sufficient and the get is good just like Abayah. <clears throat> the halacha is like Reb Nachman that Bittle can be done in front of two and that we paskin like Rebbe in his two cases. And the halacha is like Nachmeni that Das isn't enough. Nachmeni, Rashi says, is referring to Abayah since Abayah was a Yasam who was raised by Rava Bar Nachmani? It's interesting to point that, that we know all over Shas, when there's a machoikas between Rava and Abaye, we paskin always like Rava, except in six cases. Six cases are what's abbreviated by Ya'al Kigam. Here, what we just referred to is one of the six cases. The gimel in Ya'al Kigam is Gilidas Beget, that if a person reveals his feelings, that's not sufficient for Bitil HaGet, and the get remains intact and is not bottle, because Gilidas is not enough. This is the Sheet HaVabaya, and this is one of the six cases of Ya'al Kigam. The Mishnah. In a get, you must write the name of the husband, the name of the wife, and the name of their cities. If they were known by different names, i.e. one name in the hometown, and one name where the get was given, for example, in one city he's known as Yankel, but in the other city he's known as Jake, where he grew up, so there's a difference in names. They used to write only the name where the get was given. Rabbi Yom Hazaken was Misaken that you would write the name where the Yet was given, plus the words, the shum and any other name he has. This was so there would be no confusion later on. These words, the Rashi explains that he was concerned that the get may be delivered in a town where the husband or the wife is known by another name. This eventually can lead to Laz, rumors that her children from the next marriage are mamzerim, Because people may say that the get that she had in hand is not from the first husband and is invalid. There is, however, a fundamental disagreement amongst the Rishayim as to the exact nature of Rabbi Gamliel's takana, Rabbi Gamliel's degree, decree that says that besides writing the name of the husband and get on the get, the sefer must also write the words v'chol shem sheyeshle, as this is brought in Al Hadaf. Rashi maintains that the takana simply was that the sefer must include this extra phrase of v'chol shem sheyeshle in every get, so that people will infer that the husband may have been once known by another name, that they will not be mitzi laz generate any rumors. This is the opinion of many Rishayim and is codified as the Halacha by Rabbi Yosef Karo in the Shulchan Aruch. Rabbi Nuttam, however, disagrees with Rashi, and maintains that the Takana was actually to spell out in the get all the names, husbands and wives, not just to imply that he may have another name. This opinion is cited in the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch, and he concludes with a Cain, this is our custom.